You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. Have you the voice, stranger? It will soon be time for the singing, and here all are welcome to take part. Ilyena, my love, we have a guest. Ilyena, where are you? The black-clad man's eyes widened, darted to the body of the golden-haired woman, then back to Luz Theron. Shaitan, take you. Does the taint already have you so far in its grip? That name, Shai, Luz Theron shuddered and raised a hand as though to ward off something. You mustn't say that name. It is dangerous. So you remember that much, at least. Dangerous for you, fool. Not for me. What else do you remember? Remember, you light-blinded idiot? I will not let it end with you swaddled in unawareness. Remember! For a moment, Luz Theron stared at his raised hand, fascinated by the patterns of grime. Then he wiped his hand on his even dirtier coat and turned his attention back to the other man. Who are you? What do you want? The black-clad man drew himself up arrogantly. Once I was called Elan Morin Tedronai, but now betrayer of hope. It was a whisper from Luz Theron. Memory stirred, but he turned his head, shying away from it. So you do remember some things. Yes, betrayer of hope. So have men named me, just as they named you Dragon. But unlike you, I embrace the name. They gave me the name to revile me, but I will yet make them kneel and worship it. What will you do with your name? After this day, men will call you Kinslayer. What will you do with that? Luz Theron frowned down the ruined hall. Ilyena should be here to offer a guest welcome, he muttered absently, then raised his voice. Ilyena, where are you? The floor shook. The golden-haired woman's body shifted as if in answer to his call. His eyes did not see her. Elan Morin grimaced. Look at you, he said scornfully. Once you stood first among the servants. Once you wore the ring of Tamelin and sat in the high seat. Once you summoned the nine rods of dominion. Now look at you, a pitiful, shattered wretch. But it is not enough. You humbled me in the hall of servants. You defeated me at the gates of Parandizen. But I am the greater now. I will not let you die without knowing that. When you die, your last thought will be the full knowledge of your defeat, of how complete and utter it is, if I let you die at all. I cannot imagine what is keeping Yelena. She will give me the rough side of her tongue if she thinks I have been hiding a guest from her. I hope you enjoy conversation, for she surely does. Be forewarned. Ilyena will ask you so many questions you may end up telling her everything you know. Tossing back his black cloak, Ilan Morin flexed his hands. A pity for you, he mused, that one of your sisters is not here. I was never very skilled at healing, and I follow a different power now. But even one of them could only give you a few lucid moments, if you did not destroy her first. 
What I can do will serve as well for my purposes. His sudden smile was cruel. But I fear Shaitan's healing is different from the sort you know. Be healed, Luzberin! He extended his hands, and the light dimmed as if a shadow had been laid across the sun. Pain blazed in Luz Theron, and he screamed a scream that came from his depths, a scream he could not stop. Fire seared his marrow, acid rushed along his veins. He toppled backwards, crashing to the marble floor. His head struck the stone and rebounded. His heart pounded, trying to beat its way out of his chest, and every pulse gushed new flame through him. Helplessly he convulsed, thrashing, his skull a sphere of purest agony on the point of bursting. His hoarse screams reverberated through the palace. Slowly, ever so slowly, the pain receded. The outflowing seemed to take a thousand years and left him twitching weakly, sucking breath through a raw throat. Another thousand years seemed to pass before he could manage to heave himself over, muscles like jellyfish, and shakily push himself up on hands and knees. His eyes fell on the golden-haired woman, and the scream that was ripped out of him dwarfed every sound he had made before. Tottering, almost falling, he scrabbled brokenly across the floor to her. It took every bit of his strength to pull her up into his arms. His hands shook as he smoothed her hair back from her staring face. Ilyena! Light, help me! Ilyena! His body curved around hers protectively, his sobs the full-throated cries of a man who had nothing left to live for. Elena, no! No! You can have her back, Kinslayer. The great lord of the dark can make her live again, if you will serve him, if you will serve me. Luce Theron raised his head and the black-clad man took an involuntary step back from that gaze. Ten years, betrayer, Luce Theron said softly, the soft sound of steel being bared. Ten years your foul master has racked the world. And now this. I will... Ten years, you pitiful fool! This war has not lasted ten years, but since the beginning of time... You and I have fought a thousand battles with the turning of the wheel, a thousand times a thousand. And we will fight until time dies and the shadow is triumphant. He finished in a shout with a raised fist, and it was Louis Theron's turn to pull back, breath catching at the glow in the betrayer's eyes. Carefully, Louis Theron laid Ilyena down, fingers gently brushing her hair. Tears blurred his vision as he stood, but his voice was iced iron. For what else you have done, there can be no forgiveness, betrayer. But for Ilyena's death, I will destroy you beyond anything your master can repair. Prepare to... Remember, you fool. Remember your futile attack on the great lord of the dark. Remember his counterstroke. Remember. Even now the hundred companions are tearing the world apart, and every day a hundred men more join them. What hand slew Ilyena's son here, Kinslayer? Not mine. Not mine. What hand struck down every life that bore a drop of your blood, everyone who loved you, everyone you loved? Not mine, Kinslayer. Not mine. Remember, and know the price of opposing Shaitan. 
Sudden sweat made tracks down Luz Theron's face through the dust and dirt. He remembered a cloudy memory like a dream of a dream, but he knew it true. His howl beat at the walls, the howl of a man who had discovered his soul damned by his own hand, and he clawed at his face as if to tear away the sight of what he had done. Everywhere he looked, his eyes found the dead. Torn they were, or broken, or burned, or half-consumed by stone. Everywhere lay lifeless faces he knew, faces he loved, old servants and friends of his childhood, faithful companions through the long years of battle, and his children. His own sons and daughters sprawled like broken dolls, play stilled forever, all slain by his hand. His children's faces accused him, blank eyes asking why, and his tears were no answer. The betrayer's laughter flogged him, drowned out his howls. He could not bear the faces, the pain. He could not bear to remain any longer. Desperately he reached out to the true source, to tainted Sidene, and he traveled. The land around him was flat and empty. A river flowed nearby, straight and broad, but he could sense there were no people within a hundred leagues. He was alone, as alone as a man could be while still alive, yet he could not escape memory. The eyes pursued him through the endless caverns of his mind. He could not hide from them. His children's eyes, Ilyena's eyes. Tears glistened on his cheeks as he turned his face to the sky. Light, forgive me. He did not believe it could come, forgiveness. Not for what he had done, but he shouted to the sky anyway, begged for what he could not believe he could receive. Light, forgive me. He was still touching Sidene, the male half of the power that drove the universe, that turned the wheel of time and he could feel the oily taint fouling its surface, the taint of the shadows.